0: Hey y'all, what's up? I'm Simone Rose and you're listening to the Notebooks and Coffee Podcast where we talk about real life and your mental health. As you know, I'm not a licensed therapist. However, each week I get on here and I share my stories with you all in hopes that I can encourage at least one of you to share yours. That being said, grab your cups and let's talk about it. So last week y'all, I was in my therapy session and my therapist asked me if I suffered from anxiety, and I said yes, without hesitation, before she could get the, the complete word out, I answered the question, yes. Um, a lot of people do suffer from anxiety. Um, some won't admit it. As you know, I don't really care. I suffer from it. Um, I get anxious at the drop of a dime, like I worry, like there is no tomorrow. So the definition of anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. When I tell you if I don't know what the outcome is or I feel nervous about a situation, my anxiety like kicks in on a thousand Whether it is at work, whether it is at home, in my personal life, dealing with friends, family, um, relationships, if there's something that I cannot control, I get anxious about it. And there's, for a really long time, even up until today, I've not been able to control my anxiety. And, but I learned about it recently was that anxiety kind of seeps into your body from the thoughts that you have going on inside your mind. And it causes you to like waste unnecessary time. It causes you to waste energy and it also weakens you mentally. Well, I knew it weakened me mentally because whenever I got anxious, like my thought process literally went to shit. I thought about worst case scenario every chance I got. But I didn't know that it caused me to waste time or energy until I was talking to my therapist about it. And what she said to me was, these voices in your head allow negativity to flow throughout your body. And when she said it, I was like, well, sis, how you know about the voices in my head and what they be telling me? Because I didn't tell you that I had the voices going on in my head. Like, who told you that? And... She was like, you know, it's natural when you are an anxious person, when you suffer from anxiety, when you hear these different voices, some people call them, you know, multiple personalities, whatever floats your boat, but you hear these voices and they're kicking out nothing but negativity and it forces you to not only think the worst, but it, it sets off something in your body to where some people get the shakes. Some people start sweating. Um, some people won't eat because they're anxious. Some people will overeat because they're anxious. Some people fidget. I am a fidgeter. I'm a fidgeter by nature. I don't even know if that's a word, but we're going to go with fidgeter. I made it up. I'm a fidgeter by nature. Um, but I also love sweets. So whenever I get really anxious, I start to fidget. I will scratch my hands. I will do anything but sit still. But then my sweet tooth will kick in and then I'll just start eating candy. Like it's the only thing left to eat on the world. I'm talking like mostly chocolates. Like I'll eat Kit Kats. I'll eat, um, my favorite thing when I get anxious to eat is all my M&M's. And I will go through bags of all the M&Ms or packs of Kit Kats because I'm anxious, because I'm worried about something that I cannot control. And she had me a list of things to do when it comes to anxiety. So I wanted to share it with you guys because I've been anxious for the last, I would say, three or four weeks. There's been a lot going on. Um, I mentioned a death in the family a while ago. Um, not a while ago, a couple of weeks ago, actually. Literally, like a couple of days before Valentine's Day. I had a death in the family. Um, there have been other issues going on within my family that I would love to talk about and I will talk about once I get that person's blessing. But I don't want to just pop it up and she hit an episode and be like, what the fuck? We didn't talk about this. So. Um there's been a lot going on. I've had relationship issues in the last couple of weeks that have made me anxious and have put me in a space where I didn't think that I would be. Um again with someone. So, I've been kind of like muddling through all of that. And it hit me like when we were in therapy and she was like, "You know, do you suffer from depression?" I said, "Yes." Do you suffer from anxiety? And I swear, y'all, before she can get the word out, I was like, yes, all of that. Depression, anxiety, whatever you can think of. I probably got it. I probably suffer from it. But she gave me ways to counteract my anxiety, if that makes sense. So one of the ways was, and this is exactly how she said it, was to take the thoughts hostage. And what that means is, You have to take control of those thoughts. Snatch them up. Like we did this whole exercise where she had me like grabbing the air. Like I had a whole attitude. It was this whole, you know, ladies, you know, when you get an attitude and like you cussing somebody out and you got hand motion and you grabbing the air and rolling your neck and all of that. She had me doing this in therapy. Um, So take the thoughts hostage. Do whatever you got to do. Grab the air, roll your neck. Put your hand out and say, hey, give them here, whatever works for you. But take the thoughts hostage and then you decide on whether or n- whether what you're thinking in your mind is true or not. If it is not true. Meaning. You can't prove it to be true, even though it's in your head and you done made up a whole scenario if you can't prove this to be true, give it to a higher power. Whether you pray to God, whether you pray to Buddha, your ancestors, whoever you pray to, if what you are thinking in your head is not true, give it to that higher power and let it go. So during this exercise, she had me snatching the air. I did it with an attitude, too, because she I, at first I was kind of meek with it, and she was like, no, you really have to grab those thoughts. So I was like... <laughs> say less, grab the air, have my little attitude, little neck action. And then she was like, throw it away. So I did just that. I threw it away. Like she had the hand motion with that too. I literally had to like swing my hand. And if I didn't do it right, she was like, nope, you got to do it again. Like you got to do it with some authority. So whenever you start thinking negatively, take those thoughts. And if it's not true, let it go. Give it to a higher power and let it go. The second thing she told me to do was focus on only good things. So celebrate. If you hit a recent milestone or if you have to think about a time where you were happy, if your favorite TV show is coming on or your favorite movie coming on, focus on the good things. Focus on the positive in your life. Even if it's not you personally experiencing the good thing, focus on it. If you have a friend or cousin or whatever, somebody around you is experiencing something positive, put your energy into that. The third thing she said was take a deep breath. So here's my thing with deep breaths. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't necessarily know that deep breaths work, and I say that because I've done therapy before. Uh, scratch that, I've done anger management before, and I, I had a therapist. And the therapist was like, you know, whenever you get upset or you get anxious, say these, say 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 this statement. I'm about to say it's three, two, one, one, two, three. What the heck is bothering me? That's how my therapist said it. And at the time, I was like, You got that from Family Matters. I remember because Carl Winslow did that when Steve got on his nerves. And that shit didn't work on the show. So why do you think it's going to work on me? Nonetheless, the therapist that I've been seeing now said, Take deep breaths. So I'm not going to lie, I'm a little hesitant on taking the deep breaths, but I'm going to try it. She had me do the deep breaths with her and it wasn't the the baby like inhale exhale it was one of those you at the doctor's offices and they tell you breathe in like (sighs) she had me do that like 10 times and in that moment i felt better but i also got sleepy i don't know if that was a part of the exercise but it made me sleepy um so breathing deeply can help with anxiety so i'm told I'll bring it back to y'all in a couple weeks and let y'all know when I had a moment, if the deep breaths worked or if I had to do something else. And the last thing she said was find your happy place. And by find your happy place, she meant whether it is praying, whether it's listening to music. For me, when I get sad, anybody that knows me, knows that my absolute favorite movie of all time is The Lion King. Not the one that Beyoncé was in. That was trash. Y'all don't like it, I don't care. But the Disney Lion King. Um so anybody that knows me when I'm sad or when I'm upset, when I'm in a funk, the first thing I do is turn on Lion King. I can say that whole movie Word for word, not missing the beat, all the songs, all of that, and it puts me in a better place. I've loved the movie since I was a kid. I'm 33 now, still my favorite movie. So find your happy place. And it's also okay to reset. She said, if none of that works, when you're feeling anxious, reset. I said, what do you mean reset? Like, what do I do? How do I reset if none of that works? Just like, lay down. Change the position that you're in. Move. I reset two or three times a week from anxiety. Sometimes daily. It depends on what's going on in the week. I'll tell y'all right now, spend a hell of a year this week alone. But I wanted to share what I learned about anxiety and how I'm learning to deal with anxiety because I know a lot of people deal with it. I mean... And society, in the world that we are living in today, you can't help but to be anxious about some shit that's going on. I feel like it's only natural, and a lot of people don't know how to deal with their anxiety. So for me, I'm still in therapy. I'm probably going to be in therapy for a long time, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Y'all, let me tell you something. My therapist just knew when she met me. She was like, oh you're only going to need six sessions. Okay, sis, whatever works for you. That's cute that you think you're going to be able to help me in six sessions. Session number six came up and I was like, hey, so we're at number six. And she was like, oh no, baby, we got we got a long way to go. I told you. But it was cute though that you thought that this was going to work in six sessions. Um, but nonetheless, I say all of that to say, my anxiety may not mirror your anxiety, but there may be some similarities and I'm all about helping other people. So if the techniques that my therapist share with me will help you use them, use them or figure out other ways to deal with your anxiety. I'm going to try these because I think for the most part, I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder After our session last week, when we went through the whole taking the thoughts hostage and, you know, the grabbing the air and throwing it out and deep breathing, I feel like it worked for me. So if you want to try that, feel free. Let me know how it works out for you because I'm curious. I want to know, like, if this is really going to work for me outside of her or if this was just one of those moments where I needed the weight to be lifted off my shoulders. So I kind of went along with it but i've been i've been feeling okay since since the session i'm not going to talk y'all head off anymore about anxiety i'll leave it there and i'll catch y'all next week